Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. friends welcome back to the xbox game pass show this is our 15th episode and this is the show where we test out the games on the xbox game pass in order to make sure that they're worth playing or worth downloading so that you know we take the hit so you don't have to and we also talk about the upcoming games any info and leaks any news and things that are leaving xbox game pass so i am your host tom or robots as usual and i'm here with my good buddy sam or n7 the legend how's it going sam Hey, it's going well. Um, as we were talking about before the show, I have had some PC issues. However, I'm on the right track to getting those solved. So uh, I have been playing some Xbox Game Pass games for PC. Nice. So that's the new development. And I'm yeah. very excited to talk about a couple of those today. All right. So do you want to you want to kick us off or should I start? Yeah, let's. I, I'm really eager to talk about one of these because I know you've played it before. Yeah, um, let's so do it. Medieval Dynasty. You weren't like a huge fan of it, as I recall. You had yeah. likened it to Chore Simulator. Chore Simulator, uh, old timey Chore Simulator. Yes, yes, yeah. And I can definitely see that. I see that like entirely. <laughs> However, I actually liked it. Um, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, like it's just like Skyrim because it's not. Um, but when I was playing it, I had the kind of thought process where I was like, you know, uh, it is kind of like Skyrim. And I want to, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I want to beat this cow to death. I'm going to do that. I going to beat a cow to death. Wait, wait, wait. And I did that. You, yeah. can, you can beat cows to death. Yes, you can. I, so I get to the first village. Okay. I didn't even know if I could do it. I just wanted to see if I could do it. Oh, so I tr- I totally tr- tried not pissing anybody off. Like I tried you to be- You gotta s- go full other route. Like- <laughs> okay, so this is, okay. I thought they would just get mad and like murder me. I was- No, so that doesn't happen. Not right away at least. Okay. Um, All right. So think of how you would play one of the Elder Scrolls games if you were like 12 years old. If, or a psychopath. Or a psychopath. Got it. 
12 year olds are psychopaths. Got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> no, but, but um, yeah, I just walk into that first village and I'm like talking to the people about what needs done and who my uncle is, my, you know, my yep. famous uncle. Yep. I remember and then, this. um, you know, I, I was like, I wonder if I just beat this cow to death. Can I take the meat? Because my dude's like kind of hungry. So <laughs> like, and so like I beat the cow to death and then everyone, everyone starts running. As soon as I like punch the cow, everyone's like, Oh fuck this. I'm out of here. You're like, oh, um, this guy's crazy. He's <laughs> punching a cow. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I got the cow stuck between a bale of hay and like a, a wall. It was kind of sad actually. Once I accomplished the that, goal, um, that is very because sad. it was bloody. It was very bloody. Um, yeah. Wait, okay. If, let's go back. Let's go to real life here. How much do you have to punch a cow to actually get it to bleed? That depends on how hard you're punching and where you're punching. I mean, cows are pretty rugged. I mean, they're they're. Have you ever have you walked up to a cow? How long has it been since you've been? next to a cow in real life they're very large face to animals. face with a cow yes probably at my last job no i'm kidding um <laughs> <laughs> were you a farmer what? no that that was that was um a joke about a co-worker no i'm kidding um <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking Man, um, it would take no a hundred face punches mark 10 gamers you know, says it might have been at my last job because i might have been out on assignment Okay. Because I'm a report. I was a reporter in my right. last job. So I might've been out on assignment and saw a cow. I come yeah. to think of it. Last time I was face to face with a cow was probably in my last job. Yeah. So I wasn't lying. They're, um, they're but anyway, big. okay, go on. It, they're pretty durable. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that you could punch a cow to death easily unless you're one punch man. I mean, you would wear your fist out. Like there, it would take, it would take a lot of punching. And if you are not, <laughs> if you are not a trained boxer or somebody who punches things a lot and really really has like like punch endurance going on like yeah i don't know if i don't you're not if you're not goku um yeah which none of us are no uh it would take a lot and it did it actually did take more than a few punches but once i did kill the cow I lost like 50 reputation or something like that. Uh And people just all of a sudden gave me like, you know, like kind of like dirty looks. I, I just, I just felt a general disapproval from people Uh like, Oh, there's the psycho that killed the cow, but I guess he's the nephew of some fancy schmancy (laughs) dude that settled the town. So kind of got to deal with it. The cow Uh, puncher. (laughs) You're forever known as the cow puncher. The bovine obliterator. It's better than the donkey puncher bovine what's a what's a verb that starts with b that you could put after bovine bovine bludgeoner <laughs> there you go <laughs> bovine beater bovine bludgeoner bovine beater yes yes um cow cow cruncher cow de- <laughs> the cow kabasher cow kabasher yeah um so that be that aside, I played a little bit more of it. I, I like, I was like, okay, like I've gone around stealing a bunch of shit. Now I've gone around using it as a playground. Why don't I like examine the actual mechanics and story of this game? So I played it for like an hour, an hour and a half. And it was pretty late at night. Um, my girlfriend had already gone to bed and I found it to be pretty relaxing. So wait, your girlfriend uh, didn't watch you beat a cow to death? No, in fact, this is news to her and she's giving me very disapproving looks. Um, (laughs) He's in the room with me. She's making pizza right now. Um, And I thought it'd be funny, actually, that I'm probably going to be sneaking some bites of pizza while I'm giving these games a rating of Mm -hmm. pizza slices. Mm -hmm. But she's quite disapproved that I've killed a cow. Um, And I did it for fun. 
Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that that clip could be taken out of context. This is going to so end easily. your relationship. Um, <laughs> she's like, "How dare you?" Um, but yeah, I, I found the game to be enjoyable because it was relaxing. Um, the one thing I will say, and maybe it's just because it's a game preview, so I think we should keep this in mind. The game Medieval Dynasty on, on Game Pass is currently a game preview, so a lot of features are not there yet. Um, but it releases in two days. So I thought this is probably the perfect time to talk about it on the Game Pass show because it's coming out in two days. By the time this episode drops, people may have already played it. Um, For me, I thought there were a number of key features that could have made it way better. One, voiced characters. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. I I mean, your version didn't have voiced characters, right? Mine didn't. No, not at all. So no voiced characters really broke immersion that way you know what i mean it was like there were little subtitles pretty little subtitles underneath the characters faces and like what they were saying but the subtitles looked such that the characters really should be voiced um other than that it was like what mod am i playing right now of skyrim right did you try to build Um, anything did you build like a house did you get to that part i did not get that far but i did start gathering i think like plans or something or i I remember unlocking some ability Uh to build something right um i know that there's like a fuck ton of junk items (laughs) in this game (laughs) that, that are not really junk like you use them everything seems to have a purpose in that game um i'm certainly interested in playing some more of it especially when it comes out for the full release from what I saw, it looked like a really, really good indie game. And I'll like really, really good indie game that's not super well funded. Um, yeah, and it's not I'll done it that way. It's not done yet. It's clearly right, right. not done yet. Yeah, it's definitely not done yet. However, that being said, the graphics were pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's I thought the fun. graphics, it looked pretty good. Um, even on my PC that likes to shut off every few seconds. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um no but they they, look, they looked good um so for this game i'm gonna give it a six out of eight pizza slices so that's like a soft recommendation um okay. play the game you know um i may i might might amend that on a full release we'll see what they change on full release um right i might might amend that i see it probably getting one more pizza slice if that because again the game is a little slow maybe a little boring but we'll see for now six out of eight pizza slices so worth checking out but definitely needs some more development time yeah it's not done cooking yet okay yeah and to me it seems like one of those things like if you're into collecting and building and and kind of that kind of thing then it might be worth playing but i don't know how far this goes and the world just doesn't seem that dynamic yet that's my concern is that like there's there's probably only so much to do you probably spend about 10 hours in this and then you start going well okay what else do i do you're right the world does not seem alive and i wonder how much of that is writing um, or just in development time, you know, yeah. like how much you can't build too many dynamic systems in a game, given that it's an early release. It's it's going to take time to build that out. Some games you can tell were very clearly written in an order that was, OK, we've written the script. We've written the story of this game. Now let's design the gameplay around that, as opposed to some games that the first kernel of an idea was okay, well, this game, I want to be able to play and do these things. Mm -hmm. Now let's create a story around that. 
Right. Right. This game feels like the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I hope they continue development on it because it, I mean, it's got good bones. There's building, building works. There's, you can punch a cow. Any game you can punch a cow to death gets at least one pizza slice just automatically. So there you go. All right. <laughs> well, punching cows. Much punching cows. So six out of eight pizza slices for that one. All right. We ready to talk about mine? Yes. So, yes. I want to hear all about yours because I was pretty interested in this game. Yeah. So this is one of the new ones that came out recently. This game is called Super Liminal. And I believe that's a playoff of Subliminal. So super liminal. So subliminal meaning like uh, below what you would normally notice, something that is like be, you know below your conscious thought. Super liminal meaning like above your conscious thought, right? So this game is interesting. If you haven't watched the little trailer for it, you should probably watch it because it's it's really unique looking. This game I would lump into the first person puzzle genre that was probably catapulted into popularity from games like portal and i've mentioned portal numerous times on this show and again sam if you get a chance to play portal portal 2 go play them this game though is not about breaking your brain using portals and trying to figure out how to use portals and then the other kinds of things that you can put through the portals this game is about this concept where if you were to take a puzzle game like portal and then Put that into the world of dreams and this concept that you are somehow an individual who has been put into a dream state and are being tested in your dreams by some in some facility by some doctors who are now putting you through these tests in your dreams. And the concept is that you seem to wake up in a room and you wake up in a room and it looks like a little like i don't know like very small hotel room kind of chamber there's a bed there's an alarm clock going off and it says 3 a.m and why you'd be woke up woken up at 3 a.m which is, is weird but obviously that seems like the middle of the night so you're woken up in your sleep right but you're not actually awake and you go out the door and you're in a, what looks like a hallway of a facility kind of like a hotel facility but clearly when you get to the end of the hallway there is not a hotel room it looks like the entrance to a facility where you have a desk and a, a computer terminal where there would have been somebody sitting there who would be monitoring the people who were sleeping in the facility who were undergoing these tests, but nobody's in the facility. And you quickly start to understand that things in this facility don't work the way they do in real life, because the first time you go to pick anything up and put it down again, you realize that it changes size depending on the perceived distance with which you pick it up and put it down. So imagine I take my cup and my cup is looks is very close to me and I pick it up very close to me and I turn and I look in the distance and it appears as if my cup is touching the ground at the far end of the room and I let from from my perspective and I let go of my cup and it then lands on the ground in the far side of the room. It is now very large. Does that make sense? So Yeah, it does. And I'm like super intrigued in the whole premise of this game. Yeah. So uh, have you ever played the game where you've like closed one eye and looked at somebody in the distance and put your fingers up close to your face and squished them with your fingers? 
this is basically that the game where depending on the you know the playing with perspectives any item you pick up can change its size depending on the distance that you put it from the perceived place that you're placing it and it starts off very simply by just moving things around in order to maneuver through the environment there was maybe a door up high that you need to get into and so you have to put something in a place where you can jump on it and then jump up into the door by taking, say, let's say an alarm clock and putting it at a distance where now the alarm clock is the size of a car. So you can jump on top of the car and jump car sized alarm clock and then jump up into a door. Make sense? Or something big now has to be small in order to move it out of the way and get through the doorway. Things like that. But this as, sounds like interactive surrealism art. Yeah, it kind of is. And it moves further and further into this direction because just like in a game like Portal, where it's not just about the portals, you start interacting with other things. So in Portal 2, you get different kinds of fluids and there's a fluid that makes you slide without friction. And so now you're shooting that that unfriction fluid through the portals in order to slide you faster, in order to get into a portal at the end of a room faster, to shoot you through the other portal through the air faster. Like you're starting to combine these things and you're starting to use things in a different way. So in this game, you're now using perspective to create things and make them real. So there's, let's say, um, like imagine a Rubik's cube, but all the blocks in the Rubik's cube are checkers, blacks and whites. And imagine a Rubik's cube. Have you ever seen, okay, here, this is a good example. Have you ever seen art on a sidewalk that is designed so that at a distance, it looks like it is designed so that the perspective works. So that it looks like it's correct, but as you get closer, it looks like it's stretched out. But far away, it looks like it's the correct perspective. Yeah, I've seen that. Yep. Right. So imagine that. But when you get far away so that the perspective look like looks like it's correct and you line up your screen correctly, it becomes a real object. So you have to start lining up what looks like paint on the walls and the objects in the room so that it creates these real objects so that they spawn into the world. Once you line up the what's what looks like just stretches of of you know, Jack Pollock art in the room into an image by lining everything up. Or part of that is missing because part of it is, is on the side of a vase or something. You have to plant the vase in the right part of the room to then line everything up so that the vase fills the, the hole with the art on the right side of it so that it creates the, the drawing to make it look right. Right. And then that forms this, the thing. And then you change the size of the thing in order to get through the part of the, the room you need to get through. This feels like a test like that a therapist or a psychologist would have you do and it's disguised as a game on game pass yes so on top of all of this is actually very smart because it it plays up the whole idea of like there's more to this game than meets the eye it's not just getting through these puzzles but there are places where the testers are trying to communicate things to you and um they say things like uh, go deeper into the dream and then somehow they're you do this incorrectly and they're like we meant for you to go deeper into the dream but instead you went inside a dream inside the dream we're sorry that those instructions were not understood now we need to figure out how to <laughs> how to ramify the situation and you're like what i don't even know what that means and you start breaking out of like the insides of these puzzles you start breaking through walls and things and then you get outside of what seem to be the testing areas kind of like in portal so there's like this you know outside of the there's a kind of like a meta story going on inside of it so that's kind of cool 
there's um, there's some other dynamics that happen as you get further and further into the story, which I, I don't want to spoil because it's actually very cool. And it, all of these things start to add on top of each other. There's even a section in the game a little bit later because we um, my son and I played through a good portion of this game. Um, because this is fun, especially for kids, because it, it kind of breaks your brain. It's fun to like pass the controller back and forth. It's one of those games where it's like, hey, can you figure this one out? OK, can I figure this one out? Um, there's a portion where it starts. It almost takes on like this menacing tone and it looks like it's going to be like kind of this horror game for a moment. Um, but if you're paying close attention, it also is kind of tongue in cheek. For example, there are uh, vending machines that serve different kinds of sodas. And if you look carefully, one of the sodas is baking soda, which doesn't make any sense for a vending machine, right? Like, why would you ever get baking soda in a can? You would never drink baking soda. That doesn't make any sense, right? So like funny little jokes like that. Um, but there's a portion where it looks like it's becoming like a horror thing with like a knife in a table. And the first thing you see when you enter the room is a giant um, shadow of a knife up against the wall and you're like whoa it's big knife over there and then you look at the table and it's just like a chopping knife with a carrot that's cut serrated like cut into little sections right <laughs> and you're like oh okay yeah. that's just a, a carrot and knife and a chopping board or you come around the corner and you see behind uh the doorway these boxes stacked up and it says die 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 and you're like Oh, and you get closer and you realize that they're diet soda boxes because just past the edge of the doorframe, it says diet Psych. soda, diet soda, diet soda. Um, so there's there's some really fun little twists and turns throughout it. And those are just some of the ones that you come across. So this game is total. If you have Xbox Game Pass, this is an eight out of eight. If you like puzzle stuff, if you like quirky games, if you like games that are smart, and you also like passing the controller back and forth, figuring this stuff out, or just playing these things on your own. Absolutely, didn't come across any bugs, didn't come across any things that would I would say you don't want to play. Very smart. Anybody can play this for for any age. I don't, I don't. There's nothing in there that's controversial. I don't think at all. I played it with an 11 year old. Absolutely, eight after eight out of eight pizza slices. Anybody could play this. Um, if you're thinking about purchasing this, if you're not somebody who has Xbox Game Pass, I believe it's like 20 bucks or something. It's a very small purchase. It's kind of an indie game. It's if you like puzzle games, I would also give it an eight out of eight. Pick it up. If you are somebody who hasn't played many puzzle games, but you're thinking about jumping into the genre, this is also probably a good one to jump into. You may want to start with something like Portal, but this would be a good second one to try out because it definitely follows in the footsteps of those kinds of games. I think this is in that it's it's a similar caliber kind of game and it's smart and it's it's quirky and it's got some good voice acting and good level design. I didn't come across anything that like broke the level and made me feel like, ah, crap, now I can't beat that level because they didn't think about this design and went pretty far through it. So um, altogether, eight out of eight game. I think it's great. You know, having spent eight hours straight playing Myst. <laughs> I think that I think I got to check this out. Um, I never anticipated being addicted to mist. Uh, so maybe puzzle games are my thing. I, I think know. it's a little bit, uh, it's less running back and forth across the Island than something like mist. Everything yeah. is more self-contained in each of the little individual rooms. But it and sounds puzzles. immersive. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm totally into that. And it also sounds like this could be one of those games where at the very end, once you've solved every puzzle, there's some massive twists 
that you didn't see coming, you know? Um, yeah, there's so, some sort of meta yeah. story going on throughout all of this. Um, yeah. And at some point, I'm expecting that you wake up or something. There's wake there's something. There's something <laughs> towards the end that's that gets revealed. Um, Mark 10 yeah. Gamers asks, good skill curve. Yeah, everything kind of builds on top of itself as you move forward. Um, yeah. There, You know, uh, I've played enough of these puzzle games and I'm, you know, relatively good at figuring these kinds of things out. Um, I didn't find it particularly challenging, but I could imagine somebody who is new to puzzle games might get stumped as you get to up to certain puzzles, but I don't find it particularly challenging. I think if you just poke around enough that you'll figure this stuff out. And of course there's the internet. So I would imagine that, you know, you could just say like the level with the, this thing, mm. how do you solve it? You could probably look it up, find an answer. Boo. I remember when walkthroughs were not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you just had to like noodle on it until you figure it out. Actually, I recommend I if you can't figure this being stuff in a magazine. out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend if you, if you play this and you can't figure it out, show it to somebody else and see if you together can figure it out. Because I don't think there's anything in here that is too hard for you to actually do or, or do with a partner. I think that you absolutely could figure this out with somebody else's help. So I think that's more satisfying to like you and somebody else be like, okay, we got it. We got that one. All right. What's the next one? I'm a big stickler for that. Like if you can't figure it out yourself and list your friend's help or your girlfriend or yeah. your boyfriend. Yeah. Or, or your or, friend friend. Yeah. Or, or turn on your, um, you know, your camera on your phone and show your, you know, even if you don't, don't have somebody in the room with you or stream it or whatever, you know, through like a discord chat or something and just be like, you know, here's where I am. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm stumped. What do you think I should try next? Absolutely. All right. So yeah, definitely eight out of eight. That's super liminal. Oh, I didn't change the uh, text on this one. I should have changed the text. I messed up. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I got uh, one more that I want to talk about real quick. Doesn't really need a lot of introduction. That is Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. Um, I was so happy to be able to play an Age of Empires game again. Now that I have a PC, finally. Um, technically, they did release Age of Empires 3 for uh, Mac but they only made like a few. So if you try to get that, it's like hundreds of dollars now. So I'm not, obviously Jeez. I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, was very happy to play that again because I do love those kinds of games, RTS games, even 4X games, you know, as I've talked about kind of my thing. Um, mm -hmm. I was happy to amass, you know, a big army, <laughs> put like three, four layers of walls with intermittent, you know, watchtowers excuse me <laughs> i'm eating pizza <laughs> i'm eating pizza while we do this um and that's just how dedicated i am to the rating but uh <laughs> so i was really happy about that um that being said i'm not sure that definitive edition really added anything um i didn't play the campaign i was only doing skirmish and i tried playing multiplayer a little bit that crashed my pc immediately oh that no. was cool <laughs> i didn't think age of empires 3 definitive edition was going to be taxing on the gpu but maybe it was taxing in just the right area who knows mm. um anyway i would give age of empires 3 definitive edition if you have game pass eight out of eight pizza slices if you don't have game pass and you love age of empires and you love rts games eight out of eight pizza slices. If you don't like RTS games, don't even think about it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> because, don't play it. It's, it's just a point, you know, click and drag 
kind of game. Right. Um, right. If you're a history buff, you'll probably love. You will probably love it too. Um, so, very happy that's on there. And they have Age of Empires one, two, and three definitive edition on there. And there's the fourth one is coming pretty soon. Pretty in soon. about a month, actually. Yeah, I watched some uh, so, some people streaming it during like the uh, like a beta test, and uh, I mean it looks graphics look nice it looks like freaking age of empires like i was not surprised at all like everything i saw there was like yeah this looks like it looks more like age of empires 2 than 3 but looks like age of empires yeah it looks like they're going back because i don't think that they wanted to surpass a certain level of technology in the game I don't, I didn't think that they wanted to get into the world war two category. You know what I mean? Oh because yeah. 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 There's so many other games that are already there. You're not going to beat the That's not really age of company Empires, of heroes. Really. Yeah. Company of heroes has that spot. You're not going to beat that. It's not. Yeah. You, you want to go back to the other stuff for sure. Um, yeah. uh, Mark 10 gamer says, what if I enjoy playing halo wars? I haven't played halo wars, but, uh, similar I think halo wars is similar. It's similar enough. Yeah. You might enjoy it. It's just, you know, uh, with a different rapper, of course, um, but yeah, more real world. Speaking of RTS games and uh, World War Two, you know, ban- our company of heroes Two left. Uh, it left Game Pass. So unfortunate it's not mm-hmm. on there anymore. I was looking forward to playing it, but oh, well, it goes on sale pretty regularly on Steam. So it might be worth picking up if you want to. If you do pick it up sometime, let me know. I'll play through. Well, you can do some like co-op campaign stuff together. I'll. I'll take you through some of the, the stuff. It's been a long time since I played, so I'm not great at it, but I can at least walk you through some of the some of the things. Yeah, you know, it looked like it had um, quite the learning curve. So after I get this new graphics card uh, situation sorted out, then yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably hit you up to play that. The most fun I had in Company of Heroes games was doing like comp stomp type maps with friends, um, playing against like maybe doing like two versus like a really hard single CPU army, things like that. And just trying to see if we could beat a single CPU on like a difficult army, things like that. Cause I'm not great at those games, but it's kind of fun just to be in those settings and just, you know, drive tanks around and little put little dudes in buildings and see if you can't take out a, a, like a very competent enemy AI. Yeah. That's pretty much how me and my friends play every game like this and civilization too. Yeah. We'll just turn up the difficulty way up and try to defeat the e- evil German empire. Yeah. By teaming up on it. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's move on with the middle of the show. Here we go. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. My name is Brian Burton. 
It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. All right. So here we are in the middle of the show. And this is where we get to thank you guys for joining us during the live show. We're always live on twitch.tv slash robots radio at 1030 p.m. And that's Eastern time and 730 p.m. Pacific on Monday nights. And so thank you to our live uh, buddies currently on the stream. Thanks for being here, guys. And if you'd like to join us on a future episode, come come and join us and tell your friends about the show. And if you'd like to help us out, you can always leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You don't have to be listening on Apple Podcasts in order to leave a rating and review, but it is one of the platforms where most people will go to check out and see the ratings and reviews. And those also work really well for Google search results and those kinds of things. So that would be really helpful. And if you do on a future episode, we'll read out the rating review on the show. And we also have a Xbox affiliate link for you guys. We are Xbox affiliate partners. So if you are thinking about signing up for Xbox Game Pass or renewing your subscription because you let it lapse or something like that and want to sign back up, then you can use our link bit.ly slash XBG pass and the X, B, G and P are all capitalized. And then the ass in pass is lowercase. Now you're going to remember it. So the oh, link. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the link is in the show notes if you need to look it up. So if you look up the information for the podcast, whenever you use a podcatcher, there's always a way to look at all the rest of the info for the episode. You can always pull that open and click the link there if you want to use that. It gives us a little bit of a kickback and it doesn't cost you anything more. And you can still use that link to get to the Microsoft site if you want to buy anything else, like any of the games that they have on sale or Heck, even a new console, if they have any of the consoles and stuff on there. And it still will toss us a little bit of a link or a little bit of a kickback for using that link because we sent you there. And it, again, doesn't cost you anything extra. So if you want to say thanks to us, that's a great way to do it. Um, but that's that's what we got. And uh, I don't know if we have anybody ready for some call ins this week, but I'm going to put the the link for our. Um, for our Zoom meeting in chat. So if anybody would like to join us on the second half of the show for any any thoughts or things to share, then we can do that. And I'm going to hand it off to Sam to talk about some of the things that are leaving very soon from the Xbox Game Pass. Of course. So we have uh, several. The first is Drake Hollow. I never got a chance to play that. That's leaving. And that's for both console and PC. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 is leaving on console uh so sad tier tier oh that's a bear that's such uh, just, a good game i don't think that yeah you and i aren't gonna be able to play that um much longer i don't think i'll be able to i don't think i'll be willing to buy that game i'll put it that way yeah it's a fun um, game but uh, when they're gonna release their uh warhammer 40k game when that comes out that might be worth picking up because i will be yeah. reinvested in playing through that and all the new stuff coming out for that or maybe and that'll show up on Game Pass. One, right? Yeah, that's the future one. 
space orcs yeah space orcs space power armor (laughs) it's gonna be great space orcs also known as krogan Uh, i mean there are space orcs in 40k (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, really are (laughs) um so i will i will likely give 40k a try as well just because i love sci-fi of course um we also have night in the woods that's leaving Eichenfell and kathy rain a detective is born so those are the ones that are leaving soon i would imagine there's 10 days left in the month they're probably leaving you know by October 1st. That's my guess. That makes sense. We also have some games that are recently added to Game Pass. Um, They've been adding a lot of games very quickly to Game Pass. Um, So kind of surprised that we got five more that have been added to Game Pass since our last episode. Those five are I Am Fish. That's for console and PC. That looks like a cute little, you know, story where you role play as a fish trying to make it to the ocean. Also known as like, I am like finding Nemo, the, the yeah. video game. Yeah. Version. So I did get to play a little bit of this just real quick. Um, it's kind of, it, I think, I believe it's the same developer as I am bread. Have you heard of I am bread where you walk around as a piece of bread and you got to make your way so through I've like, heard, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a physics simulator where you got to wake, walk around as a slice of bread and get from one place to another. Um, but in this one, you are a fish and it's kind of like finding Nemo where your little fish buddies get all scooped up from the fish tank and you're put in this like little ball, like fish tank. And then you go try to find your little fish buddies. But instead of, you know, going into the sewers and then the ocean or something like that, you are in a spherical fish tank. And so you start rolling around in the fish tank and try not to fall off things because it cracks the fish tank open and then you suffocate. So yeah it's it's super funny and then like the first level you make your way outside of the the fish you know store and then up on the roofs of these buildings and then you're you're sliding along the um like the power lines between the buildings and all sorts of stuff and super wacky yeah lots of fun the goal is to get to uh 3842 wallaby way (laughs) sure Uh, yes (laughs) i think that's i think that's the number associated with that i don't know i just does sound right man you got that burned in your brain I watched that movie probably five or six times against my will. Uh, (laughs) My family were just super fans of that movie, Um, but I'd like to not relive it. So we're going to keep going with the, with the recently (laughs) added games to game pass. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's skate bird, not to be confused with skateboard, Uh but it looks like it's about skateboarding birds. It's basically Um, Tony Hawk with a bird. Tony Hawk. Yes. Yes. It's Tony uh, bird. It's basically Tony bird. It's, it's Anthony Eagle. Uh, <laughs> it's a completely different bird named person. <laughs> yep. It's, it's Robert Falcon pro skater. <laughs> Darwin's Finch. Darwin's Finch. Dar- Darwin, Darwin Finch. I knew a guy named Darwin and he was a sales person at a company i worked at and darwin talked like this for real (laughs) he he talked like this oh how's it going this is darwin (laughs) like legitimately that was his voice like when he was a very like a regional accent he was from he was from northern florida i'm darwin Uh. this is my wife pamela welcome welcome friends come on in come on in let me show you our product my name's darwin nice to meet you yes that was Did darwin own an estate where he had fancy soirees 
Uh, he may have. He was very successful as a salesperson, and he was the only salesperson in like a very specific, like rural region of northern Florida. Oh man, I'm thinking of Big Fish. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but Big Fish, <laughs> when there's the uh, little known like yes. village in the woods where yes. they're all happy dancing around with you know no shoes on and yeah. stuff. But that's yeah. that's I'm thinking that is legitimately how he spoke. <laughs> how, how y'all? How y'all doing? This is Darwin. I hope he lives there. Um, that mm-hmm. would make my day. We also have Flynn, son of Crimson, Superliminal, of course, uh, and Aragami. Those were all added for console and PC. So any of those sound interesting to you, go check out Robert Falcon Pro Skater <laughs> 2. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, we have some games that are coming soon as well. Um, so we have Sable that's coming September 22nd. That's Wednesday. Uh, today is the 20th. That's yeah. coming to console and PC. Subnautica Below Zero is also coming to console and PC on the same day. So I was a huge fan of Subnautica. Uh, I don't know about you. I never uh, did so play I, it. I've heard it got, it got a lot of praise. So a lot of people like that game. Yep. I will be very anxious to dive in pun fully intended mm-hmm. to uh, subnautica mm-hmm. below zero. As I understand it, it is a direct sequel. This game happens two years after the events of the first game. Oh, it's not. And you return it's not an to the same planet. It's not like it's a, not. it's not like an addition to the previous is actually a full sequel. I believe so. Oh. Yeah. Um, so uh, you return back to the same planet and you basically pick up the story where it left off and you uncover evidence of this massive conspiracy and cover up. Um, so I'm <laughs> interested to find that out. Um, Subnautica was pretty fun. I think, you know, tens of hours into that game. Oh, I thought you uh, meant like also- it actually sank like oh my god i gotta stop doing these nautical puns uh, <laughs> I, was, these... I thought you were gonna say something like i sank dozens of times but it was still a lot of fun even though it was difficult <laughs> i thought you were gonna go in that direction i st- i sank dozens of hours into <laughs> subnautica uh, uh okay yeah i speak in puns i swear to god what, yeah, well, what's wrong with me you, um, you focus on writing and things so i think maybe it's just I'm part of your brain is just constantly it doing it yeah maybe that's it yeah maybe it's maybe it's it's you know what it is it's subliminal mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. or super liminal it is for me at least it <laughs> seems to be super liminal um we also have lost worlds beyond the page that is coming to console and pc on the 23rd so that's thursday uh and we have limnus gate we mentioned this game a few times before this is coming a little bit over one week from now it's coming on september 28th to console and pc it is a multiplayer game that is turn-based combat first-person shooter. So if you dissect that a little bit, basically it's multiplayer 1v1 and you have your turn to do as many of the things that you want to do uh, objective-wise as you can do in 30 seconds. And when those 30 seconds are over, you got to keep in mind the other the other player was watching you play those 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So then the next player takes a turn. And then that person can choose to either like undo all of the things that you did or do their own things. And so it's kind of like this tug of war uh between turns. And it looks pretty cool, looks kind of time splitters-esque. That was originally scheduled for an August 3rd release, but it got pushed back uh, to September 28th for quote unquote extra time to get it right. The developer said yeah. it was delayed, but it doesn't look like it will be again. So 
Cool. Yeah, and this it seems to be the trend lately. Everybody kind of pushing things back just to make sure that they're extra polished. And um, you know, with games like Deathloop, Deathloop got it right. I mean, they pushed it back. That game, for the most part, I mean, it's a little stuttery on PC, but if you cap the frame rate, it actually fixes it. It's like there's little issues, but for the most part, that game is very well polished. Um, and a lot of titles have been pushed back recently for good reason. And I think that developers are, you know. We started the year off with Cyberpunk 2077, which very much should have been pushed back an entire year and wasn't. And I think a lot of developers took note and oh, not developers, I should say, but a lot of the financial side of these companies took note and they said, OK, when the developers are telling us it's not ready to publish yet and push out, maybe we should start paying attention again. And I think that's what's happening and we're getting a lot of these games coming out more polished so i hope that's what's coming with lemnus gate it's going to be more polished hopefully and it looks like a really cool idea we don't and here's the other thing we as gamers often complain when we get the same thing over and over and over again and we like to complain about nobody pushes the envelope with these new ideas and then we get a game like this that pushes the envelope with a new idea turn-based combat first-person game like you can't say that very often about many games that have ever come out i can't think of anything else that i could describe specifically as that maybe there's something else out there either but off the top of my head nothing comes to mind right off you know right off the bat so yes thank you for pushing the envelope hopefully this is a great game and if even if it's not a perfect game at least they're pushing things in a direction and maybe that's going to continue to push games in new directions and we're going to get you know growth from that in some direct in some way so yeah that's that's exciting that's fun yeah even if people don't like it you know even if it doesn't land well i admire the studio for pushing the envelope like you said thinking way outside the box because i remember when i was looking at this game i thought i've never seen a game like this before right Um, and it's coming to game pass so a bunch of us get to try it out without having to spend the money and taking the financial risk of buying it so at least we get to try it out we know that there's going to be a user base out there to at least try the the multiplayer to compete with at least for the first few weeks you know so that's going to be there oh, yeah and if it lands well then that's probably going to stick around for a while so you know yeah we also have um unsighted that's coming september 29th so count that that's four games that we have coming in the next nine days we get a lot coming before the end of september beginning of october but even in the beginning of october we have some games we got moon globe bay that's coming october 7th to console and pc we also have back for blood back for blood that's coming october 11th <laughs> And you were a big fan of this, right? Yeah, I love I love the Left 4 Dead formula and I like what they've done with this. Um, they've slowed that down a little bit and you have to be a little bit more specific in your choices as you move through this um, compared to the old Left 4 Dead games. And I, I like this. I like what they've done. I can't wait to see the other levels and the way that these levels seem to ramp up over eight individual levels and they get harder and harder progressively and you really do have to work with your group as you get further and further through these campaigns and you have to make sure that you're picking the right kinds of perks and things i think that this game is is really cool i like what they're doing with this i hope that a number of you guys will want to jump in this with me because i won't be able to make it through necessarily with a bunch of randos on the internet (laughs) i mean i might be able to but it'll be more fun uh with some of you guys on voice chat playing this together so come october 11th i hope you guys are are excited to try this out because i'll know i'll be playing it so i'm looking forward to it 
Yeah, uh, I think that we're not going to have any shortage of uh, players for that game in the Game Pass game channel. So uh, there's also uh, Age of Empires 4, which I already mentioned, but that that is coming day one to Game Pass uh, on October 28th. And of course, that's PC only because I don't know how an Age of Empires game would possibly work on console. Um, anyway, Age of Empires 4 looks pretty fun. Medieval types of combat RTS game. Uh click and drag very simple controls if you love history maybe check that one out um but that's what it looks like we got coming up for game pass in the next month yeah exciting stuff lots of fun stuff on the horizon all right let's move on with the rest of the show All right, so we put the call-in number out there. It's not too busy today on the internet. Seems like a slow night, so we haven't had any call-ins. But Mark Ten Gamer did did give us a summary for Rise, or I'm sorry, yeah, Rise: Some Son of Rome, which was a launch game for the Xbox One. If you guys remember this, this is still on Xbox Game Pass. And uh, Mark Ten writes, "Beautiful game, just stunning for an Xbox One launch title." I remember seeing this. I never did try it. The combat has a little learning curve, but once you learn it, it is fluid. Love the hints of Greek mythology. Eight out of eight, or, yeah, eight out of eight pizza slices. Highly recommend everyone play it at least once. So thanks for the for the write up on that one, Mark Ten. And um, we were chatting earlier today, uh, Sam. One of the things I've started doing again is my uh, morning work and hangout while I stream kind of thing that I've been doing. So around eight or eight thirty in the morning. I'll be streaming and that's when I'm editing down the podcast episodes and working on some other stuffs for at least a few hours during the mornings before my lunch break. And so uh, he was in there and we were chatting about this. He said, he said, I really need to try it out. I never did try it. Did you play this? I played it very briefly. So I played it for maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Um, probably not too long after Xbox one came out at that time. I remember being like, kind of impressed by the combat, but not really compelled to keep playing. Then again, you know, my tastes have changed in the years since then. So I might have to revisit this title. Yeah. Um, I remember it being a thing. I remember it got kind of mixed reviews at the time, but I don't remember specifically why that was, but I do remember it graphically being very interesting, especially for a launch title. It looked, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. They meshed, um, cinematics with gameplay pretty well. Right. Right. So anyway, it's still on, still on there. It was, it was one of those games that because it was a launch title probably would have sold more had it waited to release when more people had the console to play it on. But, you know, it probably got a, a bonus from yeah. Microsoft to say, but let's make it a launch title so people have something to go buy when the console comes out. <laughs> yeah, but no one was buying the console to play Rise, Son of Rome. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, yep, that's, but that's it. Um, but thank you for joining us, guys. This has been a fun episode. I hope you guys are excited about some of the new stuff coming. And, uh, man, I'm super excited about Back for Blood. And we'll have some more some more reviews for you next week and anything else going on, Sam, anything else you want to talk about? Well, like I've said, um, I've been diving into some PC games now that I have the capability or at least the half capability now. Um, but as soon as I get that GPU back, I will be playing, you know, to my heart's content. Uh, a lot of these PC titles, 
and I've been so severely impressed, even with the problems that have been going on with my PC, <laughs> uh, at some of the games that I've been able to, you know, dabble in. Um, I'm always going to be open uh, for anyone that wants to team up, you know, and say, "Hey, Sam, you know, I heard you on the Game Pass. Uh, would you ever want to download this game and give it a try? Play with us." Sure. Absolutely. Um, so just let me know. Uh, and of course I am at in seven, the legend on Twitter and Twitch and pretty much everywhere. If you search at in seven, the legend somewhere and my profile comes up, I have a profile there. If it doesn't, <laughs> I don't have a profile there. So yeah, there that's you go. pretty much it. Yeah. And, um, I'd love to have you guys come hang out with me during the days in the mornings. Um, if you're, you know, at school, uh, you know, college, I would assume not, uh, high school where they probably don't let you watch streams or you shouldn't be watching streams or, uh, at work or, or whatever, just, you know, if you have a day off or whatever, but come, come hang out with me in the mornings. This is what I'm doing now. I want, I'm doing this in order to be a little bit more social. I've got projects that I can work on and chat with you guys while I do it. And I'm always happy to answer questions about content creation. Um, I'll be editing podcast audio, podcast video, thumbnails, so graphic stuff, so a little bit of graphic design. I'll be doing some other projects that have some things to do with that stuff. And I love even just like today, getting some feedback from the community while I work on some of these other projects, getting some actual live constructive criticism while I work on things is, is super helpful to me. And just to have friends to chat with while I work, cause I'm, you know, I'm here by myself with my dogs. So it's kind of nice to be, you know, at work with other people to talk to. So it's great. It's, it's really nice to have you guys pop in. So that's at um, twitch.tv slash robots radio. So if you want to just come hang out with me during the day. So I'd love to have that. All right. And I might have to stop by myself and uh, yeah, man. ask you some questions for content creation. Now that I'll be able to, uh, you know, revitalize my Twitch streaming capabilities with the PC. Yeah, totally. Totally. We I've got um, stream avatars running on like on the bottom of my screen everybody gets like a little character and you can do fun stuff like uh people were challenged i think with mark 10 gamer did you you kicked somebody you actually three people's butts you can challenge each other to duels and the winner does like this final slice and then the person breaks in all these little pieces um you can also do boss fights and we have some scps yeah you won three in a row that's right you have these some scps and everybody picks a role as like a warrior or a mage or a priest and then you can attack the boss together um, there's these fun little games people can play while just hanging out and i play looking for an rpg podcast that isn't just DD? roll to cast is the answer no no wait sorry what games have we played so far well we've done cyberpunk 2020 what does it mean to have a voice and there's gonna be something big coming chumba hey if you're listening i want to beat you you suck there was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and <laughs> vampire the masquerade chloe sam you can't use those words he's gonna grab vincent press him against the wall i mesmerize him this is adelaide's anarch movement first out of your chair your hand goes to your gun and you draw hope cthulhu I told you i had it we've all got the creeps going i love it so much oh, right there screechy child <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but better. But maybe you might be able to give me a counter off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to Cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world.
Following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is your D&D campaign. This is the Starter Set podcast. You know how like poison frogs don't lick each other's backs. So it's Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles. Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. This is your D&D campaign after listening to the Starter Set Podcast. So join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for prime Dungeons & Dragons content. Any questions?